Welcome to another edition of Lens Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush this week. So this week, all the kids around the area went back to school. For what is believed to be the start online and then eventually in person by the end of next month, or at least we hope so, that's the plan. Of course, this year's back-to-school shopping consisted of new pajamas and slippers. As I see everyone posting their online pictures and trying to keep up with the every-year barrage of first-day-of-school pictures, just now at their desk with a computer in their house, I realize something. Stop already with all the photos of every moment in your life. We take pictures of everything now. Thank you, the late Steve Jobs, for that. Parents in my day didn't film or take pictures of every moment. You know why? Because it was left for special moments. If you take a picture of everything, are you really remembering anything? You know, when you actually remember it, you know when you do? When Facebook tells you to remember it. It's a year later. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. When he tells you to remember it and the memory's out. Special events should be remembered, but first day of fifth grade or every year taking the first day, the last day, or every moment leads you to not even remember anything. Plus, not one high school age kid wants to stand there, pose for another photo that says first day of 11th grade. It was more like, if you take that picture, I will murder you. Also, when did the first day of school become happy? You know, everyone is saying their first happy first day. I got to be honest, does anybody remember their first day? It's filled with disappointment as the summer vacation was really over. All right, enough of my rant. It's time to bring on my guest for the week. He's a world-renowned broadcaster, longtime friend. He's from the great state of New York, fellow Yankee fan. Can I get even more? Uh, But I want to introduce Jed Taylor. And Jed, I just, uh, it's been a long time, way too long, but I'm glad you're joining me for uh, Lens Burning Bush. No, thanks. Thanks, Len. Thanks for asking me to come on. It's been a long time, and uh, it's good to hear you, and uh, nice opening. Yeah, well, you know, I, I try to do something, but before, we'll get back to that, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit about us, you know, Yankee game, 1997, we we uh, went to the Yankee game. Now, one of the stories that I remember, and maybe I, 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 dream, I dreamt this, but I don't know, you told me that you had, uh, your brother-in-law was kind of the character George Costanza the traveling, the assistant to the traveling secretary was yes. kind of based on him. Is that correct? That's I- true. It's, it's yeah. funny that you even remember that. It actually was, it was he was the traveling sec- secretary. Let's see, my brother-in-law, I'm trying to think of the years. Uh, I think it was 92 through 2007. So the glory years, right? The dynasty years. He was the traveling secretary. Wow. So, and, he, and he was based, his character, not completely, but a lot of his, a lot of George Costanza's character was based on my brother-in-law. So I kind of lived that. That that was awesome. And he got his tickets. Uh, we went to see the 1997 playoffs. Of course, that was the one year the Yankees decided to lose. Right. Dur- during that year, whole process. That's the one year Mariano yeah. actually blew a save. Sandy Alomar Jr., I'll never forget that. But, uh, you know, it's <laughs> just, right. uh, but, but, you know, that's the kind of good stuff. And, and we work together in radio, and you're still uh, doing radio. Now, where where can we consume Jed Taylor right now? Because that's the new, the new word is consume. Right. So, you know, I do um, uh, I do a uh, Sunday show, I, i95rock.com. It's at a uh, Heritage Classic. Is that RKI in Connecticut? It is RKI. Yeah. Yep. It's a WRKI. So uh, it's a uh, Heritage 1975 classic rock, which I love. And then on the side, I do country, right? On a Saturday morning, I do a uh, country show, which I like to. 
So, so you're a little so, bit, you're a little bit country and you're a little bit rock and roll then basically yeah, is what, what you said. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And, and I like it. It's really kind of introduced me to country music, new country music, right? Yeah. Not, not, not Hank Williams Jr., but, uh, you know, Keith Urban and uh, Jason Aldean, stuff like that, which I kind of like. Yeah, well, it's all good stuff. But I want to get back to my rant about the first day of school pictures. You know, yep. parents, I think, are way too involved with their kids today. You know, it's good to be in the loop. But now every parent feels like they have to be there for everything, every right. moment. They don't let their kids, you know, stand on their own. I, I see parents buying even their college-age students' books online. I see them filling out their child's uh, college applications. And I'm like, if a 17-year-old cannot fill out a college application, should they really even go to college? That's my point. All right. Well, I, you know, listen, I agree with the uh, – I've seen pictures where, you know, uh, little kids have a little sign underneath their chin and, you know, they're going off to school. You know, it looks like they're, you know, they just got busted. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the jail picture. I saw, the, I saw one – they all looked miserable. It's like enough already with the pictures. They look miserable. If they look miserable, what are you doing with the photos? Everything, everything's got to be a photo, Jed. We, you take so a picture of our is. food. It's just crazy. So here's my opinion, right? My opinion is we live in a world. You know, I, listen. I'm not a big social media guy. I used to be. Not so much anymore. You're recovering. Uh, You're recovering uh, social media. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think <laughs> it's not good in many ways. Um, and everybody is. It's competition 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 that's why everybody's depressed and yeah. you know it's just everyone's competing and that's what it is and that's why aunt becky's going to jail i talked about that last week because her her kids were so much her life was so revolved around making sure her kids would be able to do whatever she was able to do instead of worrying about, like if they were okay going to community college i why not why do you have to go spend five hundred thousand dollars and what did the kids learn through this whole process? That's what I always say. Like, no one's learning anything from this. The parents, right. they, when I was a kid and I did something wrong, I went to the teacher, right? My parents would come to school and they would automatically assume that I was wrong. But now it's the reverse. It's the other way. The right. teacher is wrong. And that's that's where, that, you know, we need to stop that because it's just, right. it's too much. Well, you know, and again, there is an argument now, right? And I'm not disagreeing, but there is an argument now, too, that, uh, you know, you have to be careful, right? Certain things, you know, the education system, you know, things have changed. Now, I want to go back to the college thing. I always thought, and this is the way my daughter went to school, you graduate from high school, you do two years community college, doesn't cost me a lot of money. Great. I'll pay for it. Beautiful. Do real well in those two years, they go to any college you want. Screw the SATs, right? right. SATs go out the window then. Well, why is everybody worried about stressing over SATs? Do two years community college, pay it off, do very well, then you go pick any school. And that's exactly what my daughter did. Saved me money and she did well. Yeah, and my son took the military route, which he's done the Air Force Reserve, which he's still going to school and they're paying for some of it. And, you know, that's good. I told my daughter the same thing. I go, you know, you didn't get a great ACT score, it's okay. We can, yep. you can go to community college and don't worry about it. Like everybody worry. It's like worrying is right. paying on a debt you may never owe, but yet we're constantly worrying and, and we got to make sure that this is the way, you know, it has to be. And you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. So here's my philosophy in the world, right? I love my it. philosophy as a father. I'm going to give it to you. I love my, it. My philosophy is um, it's your family. It's your kids. They're only kids once. Uh, let them be kids. Why am I going to take, 
you know, my son or daughter around for travel baseballs, 365 days a year, and then school, and then this, and then that, and then this. And there's total stress for everybody. There's tr- total stress. Then there's the SATs. Then there's school. Then there's the, then there's stress everywhere. There's no need for stress between kindergarten and 12th grade. All right, you go to college. All right, now there's a little bit, you got to do whatever. But there should be, there's just way too much of it. There's too much stress in the world to have tons of stress at home. Just my two cents. Well, that's a good two cents. And I'll throw in another penny on top of that. So I coached baseball for nine years. And I tried to instill enjoyment in baseball, which I don't think we do enough of. So I would go onto the mound at every opening day and say, look, to all the kids, I'd bring them in and I'd say, look, look how great it is on the field right now. I'd kill to be playing right now with you yep. guys, right? This is the type of stuff. But I always hear parents tell me that their kid, you know, because they're doing, you know, travel baseball, they're, like you mentioned, 365 days a year. And the always the answer from every parent is, oh, but they love it. Absolutely. Right. I, I've been bowling for 40-plus years. I bowl on Thursday night, Jed, and I drink every Thursday night. And I have friends, and there are Thursday nights that I don't want to go. What does that tell you, Jed? That it's too much. <laughs> don't go. It becomes a job. Like, don't here's go. the thing. You, you'll have a kid who's maybe 12, 13, 14 years old. And, of course, a boy will like to look at girls at that age, right? We start thinking about girls. They're sitting in the back seat traveling to a baseball tournament in Godforsaken wherever, right? And they're an hour, two-hour drive, and the parents are driving them, of course, and, you know, they're listening to their music. The kid's in the back on their, on their phone, whatever they're doing. And they're thinking themselves going, I don't really want to go to this baseball game because, you know, Jenny's having a pool party today, and i got to miss that. And they're missing a lot of their life. Now, here's the thing. It's like, Jed, when you get invited to a party, you don't want to go, but when you go, you have a good time, right? It's the, it's the same philosophy where the kid – will inevitably don't want to go play because of one thing or another. But once they get on the field, everything is all kosher. Right. But right. Can I ask you a quick question? Absolutely. I, go I right ahead. go back to this. I need go, to go right ahead. When you walk down onto the field with those kids, did you have a beer in your hand like Walter Matthau <laughs> from the bad, bad Yeah, they used to call me Buttermaker. Yeah, okay, that was good. <laughs> All right, good. I but, figure that's the way I see you. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, no, it was definitely that way. Uh, in the dugout, I would, I'd pass it around and uh, it's <laughs> – no, but what I think, coach. yes, ex- right. you have to be that. You have to be more of a life coach as well for these kids. you got to tell them. I, I tell them all the time, you know, enjoy the time you have because don't – I try to rush and grow up too quickly. And, and what happens is you're 18, and it only goes down, Jed. I mean, we have memorable moments after 21, of course, you when you get married, you have children and all that stuff, but it's just exhausting. Like when you're 12 and 13 and 14 and you're hanging out with your friends, it's the best time. Don't stop that. Well, it's going, you know, again, it's coming back to parents. Um, now, I, I know some parents who are um, old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many. Great, but not many. But, you know, parents are in, uh, they're in competition. You know, it's it's all competition. Mine's got to be better. My, here's the picture. My kid, nice dress. My kid's got to go to this school. My kid, it, and it's all of this. And again, it comes back to social media with the pictures and the competition. Look, 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 look. And back in the day, you know, both my parents, they were World War II vets. 
So they come from the greatest generation. That's the way I grew up. Now, I was a little bit of a rebel. I was at Clash concerts. I was in the city. I was at the Mud Club. You know, I was rebelling. But my foundation was from two parents from the greatest generation. And they didn't do that, right? They were sending me to, to Yankee Stadium, you know, with a friend in 1973 when the Bronx was burning, you know? Yeah. They, you know, and, and to this day, I look back at that and I go, why would you say, why would you let me go down there? Right. And they're ah, just go, go, you, you know, you protect, you know, now they weren't being, um, you know, uh, at all bad parents. It was just the way they thought and the balance between independence and not being overbearing is not met anymore. That's the point, right? There is no middle ground. It's either one way or the other, and the middle ground needs to come back. And I think it will. I hope so. I mean, it happens in the schools, too. Have you? I mean, you probably noticed this a little bit with, with kids, although, you know, we're a little older. Our kids are a little older. But the, the thing that I noticed is that um, everything is, is on the parents now, where it used to be where the kid was responsible for their own actions or their own, you know, assignments, right? Now it seems like parents get emails now and they got to tell their kid to do their assignments. And I'm like, you know what? They need to be doing their own work at a certain point. You, the parents right. don't need to be involved in every single decision when it comes to an assignment or whatever. I mean, we well, shouldn't be doing their homework for them anyway. And I just feel like, think, you know, you know, how do you think it's going to work now um, with um, remote learning? Oh, right? I mean, you know, so now you're, you, you know, we're talking from, you know, let's say a period from last year, now let's move it up to this year where remote learning is going to take over at least for the first term, if you will, through Christmas. And it's going to be parents are going to be all over the place. They're going to be hanging over them. They're going to be this. They're going to be it's going to be it's, it's going to be a whole nother level. Yeah, I feel bad for the teachers because I think they really want to do well for the for the kids. But it's so far gone with parents making every decision for it and they go to these board meetings and they don't like anything that's being done. And this book doesn't, you know, oh, why are you doing it this way? Then they had to change the whole math thing. Uh, it, you, you know, you, I remember my daughter was uh, in the fourth grade and she was using this Chicago style math now that they were using. And she had to show all these to do division. She had to show all these work. To, she had to times it by this, then do an estimate. It was like 17 different steps. I can't remember. But I went ahead. I finished the problem in about a, about 40 seconds. I went. I made a sandwich, came back. She was still working on the, on the problem. So what did we fix in this whole thing? We made it worse. Nothing. I mean, yeah, it's of course basic math should be basic math. I could still do percentages in my head. I think I did okay. I mean, we don't need that, – that's the thing, too. Everything is to the test – Everything is, is to that SAT or whoever test, which if you remember taking the SAT, there was not one thing on those tests that you remember ever in a classroom, right? Well, I mean, I bombed the SAT. Yeah, I, I didn't do terrible. very well either. I was, I was terrible, went to community college for two years and then went to, you know, a private school yeah. and did well, right? I, the mm. SA, that's why I said earlier, you know, the, I, I hate the SATs. I think, I think they're too stressful. Yeah. I just do. I think they're too stressful for kids. Now, let me say this, and I'm going to say it because you talked about school pictures. So I have a school picture from me when I was in, I think it's third grade. I have okay. a green polka dot red shirt, right? Still have it. Matter of fact, it's around my house. Okay. So let me tell you what we do there. So before I went to school, uh, the night before, I think, I, I, I combed my hair down over my forehead. And then I grabbed 
scissors and I clipped my hair and I only clipped half of it. <laughs> so I had the alfalfa you know, little rascally bang on, on the left side and then upper on the right side with my green polka dot red shirt, went to school, got my school picture taken. And still to this day, one of my favorite pictures of all time, it's around the house and my wife and my daughter, they hide it. We play this game during this whole lockdown stuff. We've been playing the game with that picture where we hide it. You open the microwave. Hey, there's the jet polka dot with the uh, cut bang. And we still have it. So I love school pictures. Don't get me wrong. Not a hundred of them. But if there's one classic, keep it forever. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean you need to take a hundred of them to get to right. that classic picture, right? Right. It was yeah. one shot. One shot, and, yeah. But what's the, what's the moral of that story? The moral of the story is my parents knew I had bad hair, and they were like, eh, just go to school. They sent me anyway for the school picture. Of course. They Nowadays, they'd make you an appointment at the beautician and have to fix it, right? That's, right. You, you, exactly. Yeah, you, so that's kind of where we're at. And so yeah. here's another funny story. So social media, we talk about how – you know, it's just one of those things where there's good, there's bad, right? Good is everybody wishing you happy birthday once in a while. That's always kind of nice on social media. There's a couple of good things. I get to share information about this podcast. So it does help that people uh, can can do that. But this is where social media has gone a little bit wrong. So we have a neighborhood page uh, on, our, uh, in, on Facebook and uh, in my neighborhood. We've got uh, probably about 200 members, I guess on this page and they all try to outdo each other right there's always uh, the shaming that's going on there's always something but i thought this was pretty funny so i thought i'd bring this up so sunday last week we had a power outage we had first one little small power outage where it was like a little flicker it went out and uh, we heard a big boom so there was an accident near our house that caused the pole to, to go down so the power came right back up and then later on in the evening there was another power edge, which it went out totally. But what I love from this is that on Facebook, immediately after the power outage happens, I check it because I, I get a good laugh at this. And there's always someone who says, is your power out? No, I was ready to say, no, it's just you, right? I mean, you know, it's just you. You're the one. So, so what happened was everybody, I, I don't mind one person answering it and saying, yes. But you have 17 yeses. It's like enough already with the with the seven, right? 17 yeses. We don't need that. But the funniest part of the story is that it lasted about 40 minutes. It was originally going to be about two to three hours, I think, the uh, power company. We live in a neighborhood where maybe it's happened five to, to ten times or something like that in the, t the entire 15 years I've been living here. We have a good, good record oh, of that, lucky. right? Yeah, we're yeah. very lucky. Yeah. Um, and that's why I always saw it. So we're very lucky. So we get... Uh, so, you know, this is the course. I'm, I'm just a, you know, just a bad person. But I, this is the things that I think about. So when, when the power came back on, immediately I went to Facebook and I posted, I survived the August 23rd power outage in Somerset Farm, and it was like, and I put, we'll be selling T-shirts, three payments <laughs> yeah. of ten nine ninety nine, and if you act now. Will a free bumper sticker. a free bumper sticker and it was it was uh it, but it it just shows you I'm just making fun here because I don't I don't understand why you just can't realize that the power is out and it's not just you they're not going to cut you off for not paying your bill on a Sunday at seven thirty in the evening right I mean that's what it comes so down I'll, to so I'll take it back I'm, I'm going to take it back and this is this again this is just me. 
uh, why even have a page? You know, you gotta have a you gotta have a neighborhood page. Exactly. Like, like, like I'm on a neighborhood text, right? And I've told my neighborhood, you know, and I love the people in my neighborhood, right? I've known them a long time. But I told them, anytime you send out, if you send out anything political on that, I'm dropping. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't need it. I get it 24-7 on the news channels from all over the world. I don't need it in my neighborhood, right? But we're on this group text, like, hey, you know, is cable, you know, just like, is cable out? Yes, cable out. All right, they, they, and they go back and forth, and I'm to a point where I leave my phone. Right, I get up in the morning. A lot of people have their phone next. I don't want. I'm getting so anti, you know, anti 2020. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Phone, social media, news, 24 seven. You know, political talk, all this. Sorry, don't need it. I'm gonna go put on a Van Halen one. I'm good. Love it, love it. I, I you know, what I do is I take. Um, I've got one of those Apple HomePods speaker and yeah. I, I plug it in outside and I plug it where I could hear it next to the pool and I make sure I've got my playlist. I've got like 400 different songs or, or more on this playlist and I just go in the pool, grab, grab a cocktail and I get away from everything. I don't right. listen to news. I just listen to music. I love music right. and I know you do too. And yeah. that is the way I get through this because again, I don't care if your cable's out. I don't care if the internet's out. If the internet's out, somebody knows about it, they will come and fix it. Enough already with with What the, happened to yeah. reading books? Yeah, you know no. Nope. I'm going to tell you what I did. I'm very proud of it. This is why I'm bringing it up. I bought a Leonardo da Vinci book during during like march middle of march end of march as soon as everything started locking down everyone was crazy you know i'm lucky i work from home my day job so i don't have to go anywhere so i'm home right and i bought this thick this big leonardo da vinci book right biggest book ever small print you know hard to read and i said to myself i'm interested i am reading this book this is my mission right i'm gonna read this book i don't care how long it takes me and it was tough and during the whole time through mid-March through probably Memorial Day, whatever it was, it was a couple of months, took me a long time. I read this book, put it on my shelf, and now I look at it and I go, you know what? I'm proud of that, right? I read a book, a big book. I didn't look at my phone, didn't look at my feeds, didn't do this or that. No, I read a book. When's the last time you out there listening? read a book exactly relax and, and you know don't worry about everything read a book take a few minutes and just read a book that's that's a great that you know i i like that uh, philosophy because um i had uh, cooper lawrence on uh, who wrote a book uh celebritocracy and uh i bought the book and i'm gonna read that i haven't had a chance to be yet but uh, you know i'm gonna read the book and and again it's nice to you know i'll 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 binge netflix i'll find a show and i'll try to get into that I'll yeah, do that. I'll watch a little. I do watch TV because that's. I was. Do you remember the show growing up? Well, I don't know if it's growing up, but it was. It was on HBO. It was called Dream On. It was about Martin Tupper sitting in front of the TV. They had, and that was pretty much me as a kid. I I grew up on television, watching. Me too. Yeah, watching television, me and too. you know that show always uh, came to things. So here's his uh, kind of switching gears a little bit here. I got a, a okay. story for you that's kind of interesting. So apparently, this is according to TMZ. So this. Who knows if this is any accurate, but uh, apparently a young woman was declared dead after 30 minutes of CPR, right? And they were, 
they were actually found to be very much alive. So they were declared dead. Uh, but apparently, hours later, a funeral staffer uh, made a strange discovery that the woman was alive and breathing. That has always been a fear of mine. It's like you, if you get buried alive, like that type of stuff. That that would that would be, yeah. you know, wait, uh, please take, don't take me yet. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to go yet. But uh, buried declared alive. buried alive, that's, right? Buried alive would be the worst, man. I'm sorry, that's the worst. Yeah, and and the big question, of course, would be where did the woman go when she was dead? You know, did she go anywhere? Did you, you know, did she have an outer body experience? Or everybody right. talks about that, right? Does that really happen? Right. Just reach, <laughs> reach for the light. I see the light. Yeah, it's like Casey Kasem. Keep, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars, right? Is that how that, that goes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wanted to wish a uh, happy 20th birthday to my son uh, today. He is unfortunately in Virginia and uh, doing some Air Force work, but I wanted to wish a happy 20. You know, when I was 20, happy, je- wait, yes. Can I say it too? Happy birthday. Happy well, 20. 20. Oh, got 20. Listen, I think I met you when you were 20. I, I think so. That Well, around there, 1988, I was 20. So I was a little bit older when okay. I met you. So but, you were, so, but, but, but it was close. Don't yeah. get all technical. No, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't, we don't want to have an argument here. On the... <laughs> yeah, here we are. What? You disagree I, with me? I'm no, out of here. I know. It's terrible. We don't disagree. But, it, you know, so it's just interesting story. I don't know um, if uh, – you're into, you know, sports now is kind of crazy. We've got baseball. We've got football. Uh, I did a football game last night, which was great. It was good to be back to doing something kind of normal. Yep. And uh, what are your thoughts this whole football? You know, are, are they going to finish the season? Baseball looks like they're trying and they've had some issues, but they're so, still going through it. All right. So I'm going to give you my opinion on this, right? So um, the NBA, see ya. I don't care. Right. I, I haven't cared for years. Give me college basketball. I'm in. Love mm-hmm. it. NBA, I could care less. Um, baseball's trying. It's tough, but they're doing it. It's okay. It's not the same. You know, we can watch it. It's great. You know, but if Aaron Judge from the Yankees can stay healthy, yeah. he'd be happier guy. He was out of the okay. womb day to day, as I like right? to say. You know, yeah. um, um, hockey, I think hockey's great. Yeah. I think hockey has been, you know, it's, it's surprising to me. And I love hockey, but, you know, I think hockey out of all the sports has done the best, right? They've been in kind of one spot. You don't really miss the fans too much, right? It's still, it's still the same game and it's been good. They've tried to leave most of the politics out of it. Cause as soon as you start pulling pot, sports is meant for everybody to escape. Mm-hmm. It's not meant for a political statement. My two cents we don't need it. We get it all the time. I don't need it on my escape with my beer. So, um, you know, I, I think, I think football, college football is having a tough time. Uh, I disagree. I think college football should, should play. Um, and I think they, there's ways for them to do, it, especially young kids. Uh, I think they can do it. Um, and I think professional football is, is, is going to be sad, right? If you don't, you know, it's all about fans and screaming. And if you don't have any fans in the stands, I just don't think it's going to be able to work, but yeah. that's my two cents on sports. Right? Uh, I, I like it. Like I said, I did high school football, but football, of course, you know, you made some people make some money from it. And apparently Jed, if you're looking to retire, I, I've got a house for you to buy. So okay. yeah, I, I'm not retiring, especially if you're selling. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think you'd like this house. Apparently, Terry Bradshaw is selling a Hawaii condo. It's apparently one point three million dollars and it's a twenty one hundred eleven square foot place. 
in the Big Island and Wami, I can't say, in the Maui Key Resort. Um, so three bedrooms, three bath. I think, uh, you know. How much? It's it's $1.3 million, just pocket change for you, you know, a man is of it, your stature. Is it, is, is it for sale by owner? Uh, I don't know if it's for sale by owner, but. If it's for sale by owner, I might be able to work out a monthly payment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. A monthly payment. All this for you can have it for nine ninety nine a month. For right. yeah, you, listen, yeah. I'll give you a couple grand down, and let me pay it off monthly, and uh, I'll root for the Steelers. Yeah, you, I don't know exactly. I mean, although Terry had some issues with the Steelers, you know, after he retired, but he's I think he's gotten over that, and uh, Terry's uh, back in the in what the good graces. That guy is, huh? What a he's, character! He's fantastic. He he does what I like about Terry. He he just. Uh, he shows up at these commercials. He's doing all kinds of commercials. He doesn't care. He just he wants to get care. the money. Just give me the he money. Right? Care. No, That's doesn't. Just do, know, he does whatever. He's, he's such a redneck, uh, yeah. but I but I love him. Right? Yeah. And he's been on TV for I don't know forever now. Right? Yeah. He's probably been the longest running guy on TV I think since you know since Berman from ESPN. Yeah. Well, he's finally out there. Back, 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 back. Right. That's a. One of my faves, yeah. that guy, by the way. That's that's good stuff. Well, you know, Jed, this has been a pleasure. I, I wish we could go on and on and kind of do it, but I think that, uh, you know, the, the show, again, tell people how they can uh, can listen to your show and uh, get uh, consume that, and we'll get into my show. Okay. Um, listen, thanks. It's always good to talk to you. Man, that, that went quick. Um, yeah. I-95rock.com, uh, Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., the home of rock and roll. We do 40-minute free rides of classic rock. Jed Taylor, I love you. Yeah, well, thank you. I love you, too. And, you know, what's great is these people, we talked about getting a book, sit by the pool, relax for the rest of the summer, turn on, yep. put on uh, Jed Taylor, playing the 70s, playing a little, yep. you know, you know, moody blues or whatever you, you got. Just listen to some good it's gonna music. It's going to be a crazy fall, man. Oh. It's going to be a crazy fall up until election. So if you're out there thinking things are going to calm down, lay low. Protect your family and, uh, you know, uh, eat healthy. Exactly. You can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook at uh, Lens Burning Bush. Also follow at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter. Listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and now tune in. We're in about 25 uh, states already. We've made it uh, where people are listening. I also have a couple of downloads in uh, the U.K. and in Germany, apparently, Uh uh, I've been consumed there. So I don't know. People are uh, finding it. You're going global, man. Yeah. You are, you're going viral. They say viral. I know. It's an amazing thing. Who would have thought, Len? Hey, who, viral. Yeah, exactly. Don't get too excited. It's just a little show <laughs> that I created. It's, it's, it's great. It's, it's, all, it's all good. Thanks to uh, Jed Taylor. Uh, I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back again with another episode of Len's Burning Bush next week. And uh, so long.